It's a very fun slate on a Wednesday. This is the Sportsline DFS podcast, but we're not going to start off talking about this Wednesday slate. It's eight games. There are good pitchers. There are no teams with an implied run total over five. We'll save all that for later. We've got two topics of discussion. I'll go first, Mike. These will both be a little bit painful, but it it goes to roster construction. Matt Adams on FanDuel last night, $2,000. We talked about him here on the show, uh, how he was a great value, put him in the show lineup. I ended up deciding closer towards the end of the night that I felt comfortable with Tropiano. I felt comfortable with Ty- Tyson Ross. I went and t- faded entirely the expensive pitchers. And with the way the pitching results went last night, I feel like it was the right decision. But using those cheap pitchers meant I had no need for a $2,000 Matt Adams. He double-donged, and you couldn't win without Matt Adams last night. Yeah, impossible to win without him. It's just, an, you know, that's the variance in baseball that you run into. Uh, unfortunately, you did make the right decision in terms of starting pitching. You just were not rewarded because of that double dong. Uh, but honestly, the strategy that you used was a very sound strategy and something that I would continue to do going forward for sure. Speaking of sound strategy, Mike, the Chicago Cubs playing a day game. From what I hear, the wind may still be blowing. It's been blowing for a while now, and so has the Cubs offense. Do you have, are you playing day slates just to chase this Wrigley wind? Absolutely. Uh, I'm definitely always going to be chasing the Wrigley wind here. Look, anytime you get the situation like this, uh, I definitely am going to be looking to stack them up. Um, you know, it's unfortunate the, the variance that we ran into the last couple nights with the Cubs offense, but anytime you have a team that's implied for six plus runs in Vegas, um, whether you want to use Vegas as one of your inputs or not, uh, you know, fading that long term is not going to be profitable for you. So definitely play the Cubs again if you're playing the day slate. And I'm just checking now because, you know, I'm not I'm not a I don't generally have time with my schedule to get day slate lineups. I'm disappointed. I was hoping the Cubs was a 1 p.m. Eastern start. It's 104 right now. I was wanting to go through that first inning with you live. That won't happen. Maybe you can just if, if it goes poorly, you can just tweet about it. Top stacks of the night, no Cubs. Nationals implied for 4.8 runs against Ivan Nova. We've got the Mariners, Brewers, and Reds all at 4.6 runs. I I think the Mariners are the offense I feel most comfortable about out of that group. Wow, I uh, I like the Mariners, but I don't agree with you in, in terms, you know, as far as the one I feel most comfortable about. I really, really like the Washington Nationals and the Cincinnati Reds both. Yep. I think the Reds are probably my favorite in their home park against Wade Miley. Wade Miley is, was garbage last year. He, this is his first major league appear, appearance this year, right? The fact that the Brewers, with all that offensive talent, are giving a start to Wade Miley when Brandon Woodruff is on the staff, really kind of drives me nuts. My contrarian stack for the day is going to be the Philadelphia Phillies. They have a, an implied run total of four, which on this slate is fine. There's a lot of lot low numbers out there. But Jose Urania has been bad, and he's still been lucky. He's getting crushed by left-handed bets this year. 39% hard contact rate, giving up a 350 WOBA. I want to have left-handed Phillies in my lineup. Yeah, I agree with you. I actually, I have the same contrarian stack there. Uh, you know, it's going to be Carlos Santana, Adubo Herrera, um, Cesar Hernandez, you know, definitely the lefties, like you mentioned. Um, I, I will definitely have a Phillies stack as one of my lineups tonight. And if you do that, you probably throw one righty in there because you don't want to have a Phillies stack without Reese Hoskins too often. 
Let's get to BVP, Paul Goldschmidt. I think we just need to say his name a couple of times. It's May. We've been doing this podcast for a month. And how many times have we said Paul Goldschmidt on this show? Uh, maybe twice. Not often. 1384 OPS, two dongs in 25 plate appearances against Hyunjin Ryu. This has nothing to do with Ryu. It has to do with Goldie against lefties. He mashes. Chris Taylor, 1203 OPS, two dongs in 13 plate appearances against Godley. Matt Wieters with the largest sample size of the night, 1165 OPS, four dongs in 46 plate appearances against Nova. That is a difficult one because if you're running national stacks out there, it's probably a Matt Adams, Bryce Harper, Trey Turner, the top of the order type thing. I think a lot of people are uncomfortable with throwing in a seven or eight hitter into that one through four mix. You wouldn't do it because of BVP, but catcher is a landfill tonight. Are you going to consider playing weeders against Nova? Oh yeah. I'll certainly consider playing weeders against Nova. Uh, you know, it's, you know, it's going to be Matt Wieters for me, or it's going to be whoever's catching for the Cincinnati Reds, most likely. Okay. Uh, catcher is pretty weak, so I have no issue with throwing in the number seven or eight hitter there in that lineup. And then Jonathan LaCroix, five for 11 with a dong against James Paxton. Not a lot of negative VVP. Cody Bellinger is two for 10 against Godley. Aaron Hicks, who is known as a lefty masher, is facing a lefty. And Dallas Keuchel, but he's only two for 11 against Keuchel. The fun one, I think, the Marlins lineup. 222, 279, 271 slash line against Aaron Nola in 63 plate appearances. And I think Nola will be one of two extremely chalky pitcher types. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, you know, you get, you know, forget about what you just mentioned in terms of the team batter versus pitcher there. You give him that big park shift in Miami, uh, you know, against that lineup in general. I, I definitely think that Nola is going to be one of the higher owned pitchers and for good reason. The Dong Chaser standings, Chris Towers is running away with the entire contest. Picked. The problem has really been, and you don't think of it when there's so many games that the first pick really matters that much. But last night, my first pick and your first pick, Matt Carpenter, Chris took him. He's now at 1600 after the Carpenter Dong. Mike's in second at 1108. Probably needs a double Dong to catch him. Adam in third at 1040, and I'm in last place at 923. I'm an embarrassment. I may have to just give up all ownership rights over Dong Chasers. Chris tonight going with Adam Duvall, and that's who you wanted, Mike. Yes. Adam Duvall is the guy that I wanted. Uh, a lot of it is a price play, but I love the matchup for the Cincinnati Reds. Wade Miley is hot garbage, and Adam Duvall and Chris Towers, they're, they're going to catch a Dong tonight, and that's unfortunate for me, but... I'm going to go with Bryce Harper, who's also going to catch a dong tonight. Uh, I, you know, look, it's pretty obvious why I like Bryce Harper in this matchup. I uh, should be pretty clearly the number one outfielder on the slate in terms of raw projection. Uh, and I was tilting when Duvall wasn't on the board, so I'm just going to take Bryce Harper. Had to settle for Bryce Harper. Adam Azer actually made his dong chaser selection before you or Chris, even though he didn't have the first pick. And you guys didn't pick his guy. Nelson Cruz against a lefty. Brett Anderson, a lot of people are going to be picking on him. Cruz destroys lefties. And I'm going that same angle. No, it's not because of BVP. It's because of Paul Goldschmidt against left-handed pitchers. I'm going to take Goldie at 4,500 tonight in Dong Chasers. I like Goldie a lot tonight in this matchup. And I don't know how highly owned he'll be just because there are 
other position, you know, other guys that you can plug in there. So I love Paul Goldschmidt tonight. Oh yeah. First base is one of the deepest positions. I mean, it's generally one of the deepest positions, but especially tonight with catcher and second base, just both being absolute disasters. Let's talk about the pitchers. We're not going to talk about the weather because there really is none. There's wind blowing out in a lot of places, but no rain concerns at all. And really other than Miami and Seattle, generally good hitting environments on this slate, right? Yeah, definitely. So I, I, you already know who my contrarian starting pitcher is. I'm going to start off with that because we always start with the top pitchers and he's actually the most expensive starting pitcher and it's Jacob deGrom. How could he be contrarian? Well, he's 11,500 on DraftKings, 10-5 on FanDuel, the most expensive pitcher on both sides. Steven Strasburg is the biggest favorite of the night, right? Yes. And Aaron Nola has arguably the best matchup in the best hitting environment. They are both $700 cheaper for Strasburg, 1600 for Nola. And then you go down a little further. I think on DraftKings especially, Zach Godley way underpriced at 7600. James Paxton's going to be popular against the Athletics. So what is the like I'm saying Jacob deGrom's contrarian. What what's his ownership going to be? Is it 10%? Uh yeah, my guess would be in the 10 to 15% range uh at this point in the, <clears throat> at this point in the day, you know, look, if we get strange situations where there's a lot of value that pops up, just real dirt cheap players, then it might increase a little, but but at this point my guess would be that 10 to 15% range. And if I mean listen, DeGrom has topped 30 DraftKings points in each of his last three starts, one of those against the Nationals, one of those against this Braves lineup. He's arguably the best pitcher on this slate. Strasburg, I think, is better if I need to get one batter out. But if I need to get six batters in a row out, I'd rather have DeGrom because <laughs> Strasburg yeah, always has that hiccup. Yeah, definitely uh, definitely agree with that. I, I do think that he's probably... In terms of DFS value, he's the most talented uh, pitcher on the slate, and it's really not that close. I, I think he's quite a bit better than Steven Strasburg. So with price factored in, with matchup factored in, with location factored in, who is your favorite starting pitcher tonight? Uh, my favorite starting pitcher tonight is probably going to be James Paxton. Um, just I, The athletics, they haven't been great against left-handed pitching. I know they've got a number of guys that, on paper should be good against lefties. They just haven't been producing. Uh, but I, I like him here in this matchup. Uh, it's a great park for him to pitch at at home in Seattle. Uh, pretty good favorite, low implied run total against. Uh, and the price point on both sites, uh, it's very easy to get pretty much whoever you want if you start with James Paxton. Is Nola your second favorite on DraftKings? Uh, it's between Nola and Godley. It's very, very close. Slight preference towards Nola, um, even though he's more expensive. Um, just, I, I think it's a little safer play. I do think on FanDuel with got Nola being $100 more than Paxton, I think I like Nola better on FanDuel. Yeah, no, I look on FanDuel. I think it's really a coin flip. I think on DraftKings, it's, I prefer Paxton just because of the salary savings. Uh, so if I was only, you know, if I was going to split them up that way, I would go Nola, FanDuel, Paxton and someone else or Paxton, Nola on DraftKings. Let's go Paxton Godley on DraftKings. Let's go Nola on FanDuel. Let's get Goldschmidt in our lineup. You said if we started with James Paxton, we could play pretty much whoever we want. We're going to test that out because we're starting with Paul Goldschmidt and Bryce Harper, which will make it a little bit difficult. As far as the cheap pitchers go tonight, because I do think there are a couple of even cheaper starting pitchers that you could consider. Dallas Keuchel's not been good 
for what would you say most of this year? He's had a couple of good starts. Yeah, he He's hasn't. I mean, he certainly hasn't been sharp. He has a terrible matchup in the Yankees, but he is exactly the type of pitcher that could unexplainedly throw eight shutout innings while striking out four against the Yankees tonight. Oh, definitely. Uh, I definitely think that that's something that's possible. Um, you know, another name we're going to talk about, but I, I want to talk about him because of this situation. Uh, another left-handed pitcher, Andrew Heaney, who's also throwing tonight, and his last start against the New York Yankees struck out nine batters as a left-handed pitcher there. I, I definitely like uh, Keiko tonight. I think that he's in a spot where he could really do some damage for you in tournaments. And then the other one I'll say, it's Luis Castillo. I don't... I don't really even think there's anything in his peripherals that look like last year. And so I would understand if you just can't take that risk. But there's too much talent for me to totally give up on him. The Brewers actually slightly below average against righties so far. They've just crushed lefties. Wade Miley is the Brewers' starting pitcher. They're going to score a ton of runs, the Reds are. I, I think Castillo as a contrarian cheap option, not the worst idea. Yeah, definitely not the worst idea. My only question there tonight is, do we really need the salary savings? Is the only, I mean, you know, you might if you want to try and stack the Yankees or something maybe. But other than that, I don't know that we need the salary savings tonight. That makes sense. That makes sense. So we'll start off on DraftKings with Paxton Godley, Goldschmidt, and Harper. Nola, Goldschmidt, and Harper over on FanDuel looking at catchers. I had a few more names than you did, but I didn't really like any of them. If you were using one of those Luis Castillo lineups and you just didn't care about price, I do think Zanino against Brett Anderson is interesting. Oh, yeah. No, it's definitely an interesting play there uh, with Zanino. I do think, I mean, look, he's got a ton of upside in terms of the probability of hitting a home run. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think that out of all the catchers there, he's got enough pop to be worth it. And you said whoever starts for the Reds at catcher. I agree with that. I also think whoever starts for the Phillies at catcher is in play. And then I, I believe the cheapest option that's going to start tonight may actually be Caleb Joseph going up against Heaney. Yes, Caleb Joseph will probably get the start at 2600 on DraftKings. I do think he will be the cheapest in play. Um, other than that, next cheapest will probably be Mezzarocco if he's starting for the Cincinnati Reds. Um, or I guess Barnhart at 2700 Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there's going to be a cheap catcher. Um, you know, save... Up to 3,200, basically, in case you want to get Matt Weeters in, is kind of how I'm handling the catcher position. So we'll lock in Weeters on DraftKings, knowing that we may be able to save even a little bit more money and upgrade somewhere else. At first base, I picked Paul Goldschmidt as my dong chaser. He's going to be in both of these lineups. There are two other first basemen, and I'm going to have a bunch of them. One of them was Carlos Santana. He was one of my contrarian plays over on Sportsline. And, of course, you can go to Sportsline, check out Mike's optimal lineup, my contrarian lineup each and every night. And then, like, I don't think you can shy away from Matt Adams on FanDuel at 2400. Yeah, I think that Matt Adams on FanDuel at 2400 is going to be someone you're going to just need to get in there again. Uh, it's a great, great matchup for him again tonight. Uh, the ownership's going to be astronomically high, but he is a very streaky hitter as well. And frankly, you know, if he, if he hits a home run again tonight, you're not going to win without him. Uh, so at that price point, just put him in. Um, and that's something I feel like we, we've maybe not talked about because we talk about ownership and high ownership a lot of times as only a bad thing. Oh, no, everyone's going to own this guy. I don't want to do that. But that's not necessarily the case. Like 
last night, fading the shot crushed you. Absolutely. You didn't play Matt Adams. Yeah, no, you, there's just certain situations where you have to have him. And a guy like that, you know, look, if it's an implied team total of near five or more, he's hitting top five in the lineup. He's got the platoon advantage. He's minimum price. It's one of those situations where it's a free square. Get contrarian. Get different somewhere else. Don't get cute with it is basically how that goes. Okay, so second base, I think, is the easily the worst position other than catcher tonight. I had two names. I think Jose Peraza's really I, – I almost put is Jose Peraza the only one, but I think Jose Peraza is definitely number one for me. And then the other option I see is Cesar Hernandez. Yeah, I like both of those guys. I'm going to give one more that I actually had in my initial lineup, and that's Howie Kendrick. Uh, I'm expecting him to be playing for the Washington Nationals tonight, hitting fifth or sixth. Uh, but it, it's one of those guys, clearly. Um, I, I like Peraza a lot, which makes sense because I'm going to be stacking the Reds. I like Howie Kendrick because I'm stacking the Nationals. And I like Cesar Hernandez, who's leading off on the road because I'm stacking the Phillies. Those are my three stacks of the night. So it makes sense that my second baseman, the weakest position, is coming from one of those three teams. And I probably should have talked about Jose Peraza at shortstop where he's actually eligible. Okay, yes. You think that makes more sense? Did he, he must have lost his second base eligibility. He uh, he had both for a while. No second base eligibility for Jose Peraza. That was a wonderful segment. So it's Cesar Hernandez or Howie Kendrick. Yes. I, I prefer Howie Kendrick at this point in the day, but only because of salary. I think you have to prefer Howie Kendrick with the way we've started these lineups, for sure. Yes. Um, at third base... Does A. Eugenio Suarez deserve his price on DraftKings? I mean, he's good against lefties. He's come back pretty hot. Wade Miley's awful, but he's the most expensive third baseman, and he's $300 more than Travis Shaw. I personally think he does deserve it. I, you know, for me, I, I've taken a very hard stance on I'm playing the Cincinnati Reds tonight. He is my third baseman, especially on DraftKings, even at that price point. Um, you know, he may not deserve that price tag all year long, but on this specific slate in this matchup, I think that it's a fine price tag for him. Now at shortstop, you could play Jose Peraza, who is a shortstop and not a second baseman. I think if Eric Sogard plays, he becomes the top punt at the position, but I don't know that he'll be in the lineup. Gene Segura is against a lefty. That's so fine. If you weren't worried about price, Manny Machado is easily the top third baseman, right? Um, Not quite, just because okay. of the park shift. He is number two for me just behind Trey Turner. Um, again, my model's a lot higher on the Washington Nationals maybe than some might be today. Uh, but I like Bryce Harper. I like Trey Turner. Uh, I told you I like Howie Kendrick. We like Matt Wieters. Um, I've got Trey Turner number one just slightly above Manny Machado. And that's really only due to the weather conditions and the park factor. Um, the weather is actually quite warm today in D.C. I'm projecting around 82, 83 degrees there. Uh, so it's going to play closer to a summer game, um, and that, that's just enough to put Trey Turner ahead of Manny Machado in my model. And I don't think we're going to have any trouble on DraftKings playing Cesar Hernandez at second over Howie Kendrick. If you had the money, you would rather play Cesar, is that right? Um, Yeah, I think so. It just depends on what I was doing in the other spot. Like If it came down to like Mike Trout and Howie versus Cesar Hernandez and someone else, it would be really close. It you know, depends on if we're trying to play as someone like Ryan Braun. Uh, it, it really just depends. Or Nelson Cruz, for example. Um, I, I don't think you could go wrong either way tonight, honestly. 
Well, let's just talk about outfield real quick, and then I'll tell you what the choice is because I've got the choice right here for you. Harper is easily your number one outfielder. Do you like Reese Hoskins or A.J. Pollock more? Uh, probably Reese Hoskins. Okay, just because you want to stack the Phillies. And Yunjin Ryu is a weird dude. Like He is a left-handed pitcher. Pollock is absolutely crushing the ball right now. But Ryu's had some pretty good success when he's been healthy. What about Mitch Hanniger's price on DraftKings? Forty nine hundred. I, I, uh, I, I started you scrolling had down to find him, and I, I couldn't scroll down and find him because he was already in front of the yes. where I was looking. Mitch Hanniger is more expensive than Nelson Cruz tonight. Whew. That's he's two hundred dollars less than Bryce Harper. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you is the response. The reason I ask, and we haven't talked about any cheap outfielders, is. Do you have any outfield punch you really like? We don't need them on DraftKings. We may need them when we get over to FanDuel. I will have the FanDuel value plays in just a moment, but are there any cheap outfielders you really like at this point in the day? I mean, I think Adam Duvall is basically a must play at 3,700. Uh, I, I think that, you know, I, again, I love the Cincinnati Reds tonight. So at 3,700, I think the value is almost too good to ignore on DraftKings tonight. He's 2,800 on FanDuel where we are definitely going to need him. On DraftKings, I don't know how we would play him with this setup. We've got James Paxton and Zach Godley as our starting pitchers. We have Matt Wieters at catcher. Paul Goldschmidt at first base. Cesar Hernandez at second. A. Eugenio Suarez, the most expensive third baseman. Jose Peraza at short. Bryce Harper and Nelson Cruz in the outfield. And we still have $5,000 left. Wow. So I guess what, what could be done is you could upgrade Peraza to Manny Machado or Trey Turner. I still am not sure. That's still going to leave you 4,300 in the outfield. Would you play Adam Duvall at 36, 37 and just punt that $700? Uh, yeah, I would do that or I would figure out a way to make, uh, say, Nelson Cruz into Mike Trout somehow. Uh, by moving around some of those other positions. But I, I honestly, I think you can't really go wrong either way because I want to play Mike Trout tonight. I want to play Nelson Cruz. Um, so I, you know, in this kind of a slate, I don't think there's any issue leaving six or $700 on the board on DraftKings. Okay. Well, let's just put Duvall in there because you, you feel like he's a must play. You were going to pick him for dong chasers before Chris did. And we've actually got a DraftKings lineup with all four of our dong chasers picks in it. Now Goldschmidt, Harper, Cruz, and Duvall. If Paxton and Godley are good, that is a phenomenal lineup. Over on FanDuel, it's a much, much tighter pricing situation. I The pitchers are all so much more clustered in terms of their price. Godley, Nola, Paxton, all within $200 of each other. We've got a Nola lineup here with Goldschmidt at first, Cowie Kendrick at second, A. Eugenio Suarez at third, Jose Peraza at short, Bryce Harper Adam Duvall, and Matt Adams. We have 2,200 remaining for an outfielder. Probably a good time for me to go through who I thought the top fan value plays are so far. You tell me if I missed anybody. Matt Adams, the clear favorite at 2,400. He's going to be in almost everyone's lineup. These other three guys, I'm not even sure if they're going to be in their own team's lineup. But if they are, I'm going to have interest in playing them. Eric Sogard at the bare minimum, $2,000. Juan Lagares against a lefty, the bare minimum, $2,000. And then Craig Gentry, who really only plays against lefties, going up against Andrew Heaney. 
is 2200. Would you want to make a change to this lineup or would you be fine plugging in Gentry knowing that if he doesn't play, there will be another $2,200 outfielder? Uh, I'm definitely fine with it because there's another $2,200 outfielder that you haven't mentioned yet Good. that I, I think is a better play. Good. And that's your dong chaser from the other night, Cole Calhoun. Uh, I like him, you know, not the best matchup in the world against Bundy, but he should get a more favorable lineup spot hitting fifth here tonight. Uh, at 2200, I think this is a good spot to get some exposure to the Angels and to really a little bit of Mike Trout exposure, I guess. I, I'm always happy with chasing dongs from last night. Uh, didn't come through, but they often do the very next day. So on FanDuel, we've got Nola Goldschmidt Kendrick, AU Hanio, Jose Peraza, Bryce Harper, Adam Duvall, Cole Calhoun and Matt Adams. Do you feel good about that lineup? I feel very good about that lineup. We'll lock it in, and before we wrap up, let's talk a little bit of draft. We talked about it last night, how we just wanted to load up on hitters early, and we'll take whatever aces left. I think that probably worked out. Not prioritizing the aces last night was a pretty good idea. I don't know that it's really much different tonight. I'm fine if I have to grow with my starting pitcher. I'm very happy with Strasburg, very happy with Nola, but I'm not going to be disappointed if I take a pitcher very last on draft and I end up with Paxton or Godley. Not at all. I think that there's a clear, you know, identical to last night. There are six guys that I feel comfortable having as my starting pitcher on draft. Uh, so I'm certainly going to be prioritizing hitting again on draft because like you said, I'm more than happy to get any of those guys as my starting pitcher. So let's both kind of run through here just real quick and give who our top three or four hitters would be on draft. You go first. All right. First hitter for me is going to be Bryce Harper. Uh, just he's the number one overall for me there. But after that, it gets really, really questionable uh, because you could take Mike Trout, Nelson Cruz, but I have Adam Duvall projected almost identically to Mike Trout tonight. Okay. So strategically, you don't have to take Adam Duvall with your first pick. No, you definitely don't have to take him there. But knowing that I have him projected there, if you have someone else like an infielder, like, say, Paul Goldschmidt, that you really like, maybe consider taking Paul Goldschmidt over Mike Trout early in this draft, knowing that you can probably still get Adam Duvall in one of the later rounds. If you had the first overall pick, would you consider taking Goldschmidt, letting someone else have Harper, and taking Duvall coming back? Because you could probably, there's a, in a three-man draft, you're probably getting Cruz and Duvall coming back. Uh, yeah, I think that, uh, I think I probably would consider taking Paul Goldschmidt number one overall tonight. All right. I like it. I, th- I think I would, I think I'd take Goldschmidt, then Harper, then Trout, then Cruz. And th- I'm not quite as high on Adam Duvall as you are, but I would be hoping that he came to me at the very end of the draft. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Look, it's outfield's identical to pitcher, really. Like you're you're not going to get really get stuck in any bad situation tonight. Uh, so yeah, you know, even though we don't have Goldschmidt projected number one overall, it makes a ton of sense to focus on the infield early on draft tonight. It may just be a thing that like I'm getting a little bit nauseous thinking about Adam Duvall hitting a home run tonight and hearing Chris Towers talk some more about how far ahead he is in dong chasers. I. I know that I need to play Duvall, but I, I'm going to be actively cheering against him. I, yeah, that's, that, that's <laughs> tough. I'm not cheering against him because <laughs> I know that he's hitting a dong tonight. He's in all my lineups. Make sure he's in yours. That's going to do it for the Thursday edition of the Sportsline DFS podcast. Thanks for listening and we will be back on Thursday.